Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the first episode of the Wrestling Nerd Collective. My name is Jake Petrillo. I am your host. Uh, for those of you who don't know me, I work at H2O. Um, I've been a student there for a little over two years. And I have a lot of love for professional wrestling and a lot of love for pop culture and I guess you would call it nerddom as a whole. And I feel like a lot of people want to see professional wrestlers in a different light. A lot of people want to see what their personal lives and their likes and dislikes. And I started this podcast to really get the idea going that, hey, professional wrestlers are people too. They're, they, they like stupid shit and they do stupid shit. And hopefully this podcast gets up and going and I can have a lot of guests and people can really explain themselves and what they like and dislike and they can explain more about themselves. Uh, but tonight's episode is like a test episode, if I will. Um, it is primarily on, actually it's not primarily, it is entirely on the H2O Wrestling Academy and H2O as a whole. Uh, so I hope you guys enjoy and um, yeah, let's get it started with um, some students and I Got a chance to interview. Thank you very much. Here we go. Welcome back to the Wrestling Nerd Collaborative. Uh, I am here at the H2O Wrestling Academy talking to a few people uh, about who they are and who they want to be and why they should join or you should join H2O Wrestling Academy. And I have here uh, Colleen Duncan. Colleen Duncan. Yes. How long have you been a student? Um, for about three, four months now. Three, four months? Three months. How's it been? Oh, it's been, it's been fantastic. I've learned so much from Preacher, from Matt. I mean, Homicide came down, and I saw, I watched him on TV when I was younger, so that was fantastic to be able to see Homicide and get to pick his brain. That was uh, amazing. So it's actually uh, quite amazing here, man. Everybody's friendly. There's a bunch of people here. You know, it has definitely got like an NXT type of vibe. Everything is it's amazing. A, a bunch of opportunities. I've had opportunities already. I haven't been here that long. Have you trained anywhere else? This is the first time you're coming into a wrestling academy. I mean, no. This is the first time I actually went into a wrestling academy. Yes, because uh, before this, I just did backyard. But that's not nothing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I want to, you know, have hey, a career. Don't in knock this. backyard, man. Yeah. A lot of people started there, and yeah, some yeah. of them are on TV right now. Yeah, I love it. I mean, I love backyard. I mean, I, it's the reason why I'm here. I, it gave me a dream. And the dream I can follow, because before this, I had no dream. I didn't know what I wanted to do, so. So, let me ask you a few questions just to people get the idea of who you are. Okay. Why did you want to be a pro wrestler? Well, because I saw The Rock, and I just, you feel the energy and all the intensity and the uh, electrifying. You see that, that it's just being in front of a crowd and having them all pay attention to you. You command their attention. It just, just sounds like, I just, I live my life vicariously through The Rock. He's like my idol. And once, when I saw him, you know, win the world championship against CM Punk, I was like the best moment of my life. I loved it. And I just, after that, when I saw him win and beat him John Cena. against Punk? Yeah, him. And when he beat That's John, a controversial memory. Oh, no. But when he beat John Cena at Mania 28, and that Mania, let me tell you something, 1.2 million buy rates, buys on a pay-per-view. The highest buys of any pay-per-view WWE has ever had because of the Rock and John Cena in the main event. You get two be, people from yeah. two different eras. I know. Top guy from each yeah. one. To be incredibly famous, 
just, I just, I just wanted to be him, and I just wanted to follow. And he was the reason why I wanted to be a wrestler because I just wanted to have all that attention. So was that your first memory of pro wrestling? That was the Rock. That was winning? significant to me. Yeah. Yes, the Rock being John Cena. At WrestleMania what do you think, 20. or if you can remember, like the first time you saw pro wrestling? The first time I, well, I saw pro wrestling, I think I, I was scrolling because I had a bad time at 9:30. Yeah, I'm not that old, honestly. So I had a bad time at 9:30, but before I was about to go to sleep. You know, that's, that's that time. That's when Raw was coming on at 9 o'clock. Yeah. And I caught like 30 minutes of it before I had to go to sleep. And I was just like, whoa. Like, is the Undertaker? I'm so like, what is this? You were watching before it started to go to three hours. Yeah, I was and watching. And it started at 8. Yeah. Like and around, in my opinion, it kind of ruined it once yeah, it got yeah. to three hours. Yeah, around 2008, 2009, 2010. I got you. Yeah. Uh, why? All right. So you've been training, and you've gotten far along. Let's say... Ten years from now, you're working. Who would your dream match be? I mean, I would love to work. Some, it could be active or non-active, up to you. I mean, obviously, I would love to work The Rock because yeah. all the attention he just gives. I mean, he just gives you all the attention. He'll get yeah. you over. He'll just, make you into a star. Yeah, just fighting them. I mean, but if I had to pick a dream match, I mean, I would love to fight Brock Lesnar, like the Velveteen Dream. You want to fight Lesnar? Yes. Yes. I give you credit, man. <laughs> for money, though. For money purposes. For money, yeah. I'll fight Lesnar. Or Cody. It's got to be a lot of money. Yeah, or Cody Rhodes. I mean, oh, Definitely. Bro, I'll be fantastic One of the, Cody Rhodes. Yeah. I, him right now is like top. Can't I can't think of another worker better than Cody Rhodes right now. No, yeah. Yeah, Cody Rhodes for sure. So here's a little controversy if you want to answer. If you don't, it's okay. fine. Who do you think is the most underrated wrestler and the most overrated wrestler? Hmm. The most overrated wrestler? Overrated. In your opinion, who do you think gets so much credit that doesn't deserve it? Finn Balor. Finn Balor? I hate Finn Balor. Why do you hate Finn Balor? I think he sucks. I think he's just like I think he's just like a, a, a dude, a model. Because he's all attractive and all the girls love him. He I just they, and, and then he just doesn't do nothing impressive to me. I like when he's getting beat up. When he got beat up by Brock Lesnar <laughs> at Royal Rumble, that was the most amazing thing I've ever seen. So you like it when he gets his ass kicked? Yes, that's, that's only. I don't like Finn Balor. All right. And I, I was mad that he beat Seth Rollins. He it's just, it's, he just looks good because he, he's not. He, he was on the main roster, and all he could do was just look good. And then he went back down to NXT and turned heel, and still. Still was found himself at the bottom of the card. It's only till now that the COVID came and that they have no more options because carrying across, they, they might give him a chance. But still, before COVID, he, he, he was just, I think he's just overrated. Who do you think is most underrated? Do you the think most. doesn't have the credit they, they deserve? Roger Strong. Roger right. Strong is fantastic. He is fantastic. I agree with you right, at that yeah, point. I right. firmly believe if he ever goes to like yeah. Vince McMahon, yeah. his roster, they're going to bury yeah. him underneath everything else. He doesn't have any character work. That's the only thing. But he's fantastic in the ring. He's I stiff. He's amazing. Everything I like. I think Roger Strong is crazy overrated. All right. Last question. Why do you think anyone's listening to this should join H2O to become a pro wrestler? Why do you think they should pick here over other places? Well, I can say one thing. Um, I mean, before I came here as a student, Matt gave me a chance for me and my friends to wrestle here, um, to use his ring to wrestle, and I think that was probably one of the, the most thing, the best things because I, he helped me live a dream. Like I've never wrestled, in a, I mean, I've never got a chance to actually wrestle a match in a ring 
or see what it's like to be in the ring if it wasn't for Matt because he gave us that opportunity when nobody else was given the opportunity. Matt definitely. And he was very respectful. As a person who knows Tremont, he definitely gives. Yes. He gives you what you deserve, and if you want the opportunity, he will 100% give it to you, yeah. no questions asked. He's extremely, he's extremely respective, and I appreciate that every day that he, he's helped me, you know, realize, make me excited to be a pro wrestler, and I just love it here. I think that you'll love it here because the people here are nice and they treat you with respect, unlike other places that I've, I've been to. I, I wasn't really treated with much respect, and or I'm looked down upon. You know, and I just... You don't need to say which, but were they in Jersey? Yeah. Yeah. All right, that's all you got to say. Yeah. That's all you got to say. Thank you, man. All right, I appreciate it, man. I appreciate talking to you. Yes, thank you. Welcome back. I am here with... Bryce Harris. Bryce Harris. What's your name? What's my name what? What's your name in the ring? My, they call me Chad Spectacular. Yes, Chad I had Spectacular. to add the snap into that. Right, I was going to call you Bryce. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Bryce, I've known you for a little bit. So I haven't asked you this. Why did you want to be a pro wrestler? Bro, I remember, actually, no, it's a funny story. It's a really funny story. Um, when I was six years old, uh, I had, like, a little girl, like, that had a crush on me in school. So everyone made fun of me. They're like, oh, my God, you have a girlfriend, you have a girlfriend. And me just being the obnoxious little crapper that I was, um, I put the kid in a chicken wing that I saw them do on WWE last week. You put a six-year-old girl on chicken wing? No, it was a guy. Okay. It was a boy in All my right. class. I thought you put a six-year-old no, girl no, on no, chicken no, wing. No, 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 no. I would never lay my hands on a female. Alright. Uh, well. Unless you're paid to in the ring. Well, yeah. yeah. I mean, obviously. <laughs> like, that's different. Nothing against intergender wrestling, but outside of the ring, like, I would never... That's Stan just... Styles, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> I did not say that. <laughs> what was I saying? Nah, so I put him in a chicken wing, and I, like, I did the whole, like... I kind of did like the Mr. Perfect, like you know how I did his, uh, not Mr. Perfect, what the name? Oh, uh, the Master Lock. Master Lock. Yes, Chris Masters, I did what he done, I did where I was just throwing him back and forth, going, take it back, take it back, take it back. <laughs> and my mom actually banned me from watching wrestling until I was 10. So I had four years where I could not, like, but I would. So she wanted you to mature before you. Yeah, but I would always, yeah, but I would always sneak back in after she fell asleep. And like go back down and watch wrestling because it's what I wanted to do. So was your first memory of Chris Masters? Would that be the first memory? No, no, no. What well, no, no, was no. your first? <laughs> Booker T. It was Booker honestly, T was your first. Was the I remember just watching one of his matches, and like for me, like as a kid, like I grew up. I wouldn't say in the best environment. Like it's not a bad environment. Like yeah, I, it's my town still hood, but. Um, I grew up seeing there, and you see, like, everyone, like, just demean people he left and right. And yeah. then I was like, I just wanted to see another guy that looked like me, another black guy that did something besides, like, action movies and something. Like, they were nice, but yeah. I'm six, so what What kid really wants to watch an action movie? Like, I mean, you want to... I mean, I did all the time. I mean, but you want to watch <laughs> it, but you don't understand everything in the Yeah, process. it's just explosions for the sake of yeah, explosions. Yeah, and, you know, the way they portrayed people at that, black people at that time was not yeah, always it was, the best. yeah. But I saw Booker T come out there and hit his scissor kick, and just it was just I could not take my eyes off of that match. I forget who it was. I want to say it was probably I don't know. I think it was like JBL, but I was like I don't it was think so. Early two thousands. Yeah. It was probably JBL. It was probably JBL because he was still tag teamed with Chris Benoit at the time. Booker. Oh. Back when Chris Benoit and Booker were like, they were, I don't know if they were tag team, but they were really close friends. 
they were they were a tag team into some I think they won the title. I'm not 100 percent sure. Yeah, but I remember it was back then, and I just saw Booker T. And he was just my favorite wrestler. I'd go around school saying, Can you dig that sucker? <laughs> to everybody. I actually got sent to the principal's office because I kicked a kid when we were playing a game. It was a, it was an accident, but he fell down on the side and I was I went down, I was like, Can you dig that sucker? And my teacher was like, Bryce and I was like did you get suspended a lot when you were in school? I did not know. <laughs> Surprisingly, even through high school, I was a kid that should have been suspended, but the disciplinarian, everybody loved me, so I never got to... I was never in class. I can't tell you one class I was actually in. But I had straight A's. Well, at least that's good. I was only there for test-taking quiz days. Otherwise, I was not in that class. And after hey, it was done, I'd I was in class. high school. I didn't do a single piece of homework my entire time in high school. I still passed with a B. Listen, not a single piece of homework. After you got out of sophomore year, math homework was not required, so I yeah. never did my math homework. But See, I was, I was an idiot. We could schedule our classes. I scheduled all my hard ones uh, junior and senior year. So my, my life sucked for the, past two, the last two years of my high school because I had to focus. But, all right, I got, one more, I got four, three more questions for you. I don't know why I said one more. Because I'm an idiot, that's why. Ten years from now... You're a worker. Let's say right now, active rosters. Who would your dream opponent be? Matt Cardona. Matt Cardona. Formerly known as Zack Ryder. I have been the biggest Zack Ryder fan since he moved from ECW to the main roster on Raw. I mean, I was still a main roster, but you know what I mean. Like when he moved. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When he moved to Raw, I was just literally would go running down the hallways in seventh grade yelling, "Woo, woo, woo!" You know it. I was literally just about to ask if you did that <laughs> all in your the time. Like they would always know me. I would either steal um, freaking Teddy Long's holla, or I would go, "Woo, woo, woo!" <laughs> so you, all the time. so Zach. I'm just gonna say Zach Ryder. It's easier yeah. to remember. So that's yeah. what he's known for. So Zach Ryder, would it be any stipulation? Um. Actually, I don't know if it'd be a stipulation. I would just love a regular match with him. All right. And just to get to be just... Because, like, he's just a wrestler that... He ne he didn't win a lot. Everyone knows no, he, he didn't, didn't win a lot. He was a glorified I mean, jobber until he yeah, started I getting mean, hits on YouTube and then he started giving me a little push. I mean, come on. He His last Intercontinental title reign was only a day. Yeah, it was after Mania, right? It was Mania, and then he lost it to Miz that next day. Yeah, that makes sense. So it was just like, I would love to wrestle him. You gotta love when Vince McMahon just takes something and yeah. ruins it in an instant. Well, it's like always that thing that um, that Matt Tremont and Preacher and even Mike Keener, because I work as my first trainer was Mike Keener, but yeah. they will always tell you it's never about making yourself look good. It's always about if you're going to lose a match, you're making the person you're working look fantastic. I get that. And get that. Matt Cardona or Zack Ryder. He may not have always won. He may not have been like the top. But he like, was a hell of a worker. He was a hell of a worker. He made everybody look good that he faced, including Dolph Ziggler. I don't think Dolph Ziggler would have had a push until he started facing Zack Ryder. All right. Uh, a little controversial. If you want to answer it, you can. If you don't want to, you don't have to. Who do you think is the most overrated wrestler of all time and the most underrated wrestler of all time? I don't want to like call them out. It could be active or non-active. I'll give you mine if you want to hear my... What's yours? Most underrated? Uh, I had it in my head and I forgot it. Overrated? Andre the Giant. In my opinion, Andre is the most overrated wrestler of all time. He was just... He was a spectacle for the sake of a spectacle. That's the only reason he got over. That's my opinion. 
So if it's not as bad as mine, I think you can say it. Charlotte Flair. Charlotte Flair? I, That's I am sick. Like, listen, don't get me wrong. She's a great worker. I give it for all. Like, I, you can see the talent. You can see everything she does. She tries to be over the top. But you know Vince likes blondes and everything else. It's like... I'm tired of seeing her, which I'm glad she took her break because it's just like, give her some time off. But it's like, how many more titles is she going to win? I firmly believe she's going to be the next, she's going to be the John Cena of the women's division. I think they should let her go for a male's title. She has the size, she has the Vince build. will never do intergender wrestling, ever. But he's done it twice. But who was it with? Jacqueline won a title. Was it Jacqueline and China? And China. And when was that? Honestly, I thought Nia would get a chance at a male's title first. I thought it would make more sense because everyone keeps saying all she does is injure women. I was like, well, why don't you put her in the ring with a man? That's true. That's true. That's a good point. She has the size advantage, so... Yeah. I mean, shoot. Her and Dolph Ziggler looked at each other eye to eye, and <laughs> she's bigger than Dolph Ziggler. But, I mean, I just think Charlotte Flair, is, she's overrated. Like, she's great. Don't get me wrong, but it's just I'm tired of seeing her every damn show. You put her on Raw. You put her on SmackDown. You put her on NXT. Like, just like that gap... When she was in PCB, and when she was just sticking to one show, and they just kept her on Raw, that was, I think, her best run. Because, like, you didn't have that anticipation of seeing her every damn day. Yeah. So, I think, but underrated? Underrated. Honestly, that is a very... That's a very hard one. That's actually a, that's a very hard one. Underrated? Yeah. I... Kofi Kingston, by far, is the most underrated athlete that I've ever been seen use. That's true. He's had talent potential. He was in the he was in the business for what, eleven A while. Thirteen. And he was years? wrestling before that too. Yeah. Even someone like Naomi, who's underrated in the females division, freaking been. She announced she was like part of WWE for thirteen years. Thirteen years. And she you know yeah, had, she was around like during the divas yeah. division. Yeah. Do you know how many title reigns she's had? One. One. Yeah. Now, technically two. She injured her knee, so she won it back. Oh. But if you want to be honest, it was only like one long title reign, and it was great, but then she lost to Natalia, which kudos to Natalia. She's a great worker, great wrestler, but for someone who had potential in either the females or the guys, I feel like Kofi Kingston and Naomi were done the worst. Because Kofi, what, five Kofi seconds? Five seconds. Five to, seconds what? To lose his title against Brock Lesnar. Yeah. Like, yeah. And then not get a rematch. Well, it wasn't the story behind the only reason Kofi got in was because uh, Mustafa Ali got hurt. That was, yeah, I heard that rumor. Yeah. That, Which was, that one heard... does not shock me. Mustafa Ali is, like, a great worker, but you had someone who had a fan base who's had... You also had someone who has a story that's... in Kofi. Yeah, I was like, he's had a story. He's had a fan base. So, like, the last time you gave him a title reign for the world title was against Randy Orton when, all the, when everything went, like, to crap. We got... All right, we got we got <laughs> two more students coming involved. We got Dylan McKay, yeah, and I'm say my own name, Ryan Redfield, the undiscovered <laughs> champion. Not for long. And he's Ooh. you can't see right now, but he's literally holding his belt. Yeah, the H2O undiscovered. I don't think he's champion. put. I don't think he's put it down since he won it. Actually, he really I don't think has put down your he legs. He sleeps since a little bit. <laughs> <He's shot. laughs> What'd you say? I don't think you put down your legs since you were born, bro. Damn. Damn. He's just hunting for you. I don't get it either, but I think it's bad. I mean, <laughs> if you're calling me, if you're calling me Flippy, yeah, I, I, that's come, exactly what I I'm come off of my legs. 
Yeah. To yeah. Do the flip. Actually, that kind of doesn't make sense. There, buddy, <laughs> Big Red, I take saw, a minute. I saw where you were going with that. <laughs> I, don't care. I saw where you were going with that. I don't care. I like. I just like the. Everybody knows I'm random as hell. This is okay? good time. Yeah. That is right. I, I would, are you guys still? Let's are you guys still on the? Uh, the underrated, overrated thing. Oh, we're just I'm, we're just going in. We got you guys coming in. We're I don't just, know of any overrated wrestlers. I think oh. when a wrestler is overrated, it's just because he's so good at doing the absolute minimum that he has to. So everybody's like, oh. I know, but I, just an example. You could say John Cena would be that, the most that, overrated. I think that would be everybody's answer because he or Triple H. People, people would or mainly Hulk Hogan. People would mainly like shit on he guys. He loves John Cena, so don't say that. People would mainly like shit on guys like John Cena or um, Roman Reigns and stuff, but. I can see Roman Reigns too. Yeah, I, like. This see, I used to think him. that about John Cena until he got the U.S. title and he started putting on five star matches every week. Simply because he could. Because he could, yeah. That's and when I went. Could. All right, you know what? He's not. He's That's not overrated. He deserves what he, yeah, what he gets. Sometimes, I get that too. I get yeah, that too. And honestly, I know. I'm, I know. Like, I know. If I ever had a trial, they'll probably uh, talk to me about this. But I sometimes <laughs> feel like. I sometimes feel like. Um, not just with Cena, but with most of the other superstars, WWE sometimes like tones down like their full potential. Absolutely. Like, oh, okay. Even, be- Absolutely. even oh, before okay. it was PG. Like if you look at any of the guys in NXT right now, and you look at their indie careers, yeah. their indie careers blow their NXT careers out of the water. I spell like Johnny Gargano was putting on five star matches before he ever went to WWE, Fast. but no one ever talks about that because it's not WWE. I, I feel like NXT is still an amazing product. Yeah, NXT is, is amazing. If you, that's why I got scared when it went from being its own thing on the network to its Wednesday show because now Vince has a little bit more say involved. Yeah, because yeah. it's on TV. They were killing that that is true, H's, right? but isn't that mainly Triple H's show though? It was. He down. They downgraded him. They, they went. Yeah, he went. Went from what? Uh, 2015 was like yeah. the um, was like the um, the year that NXT was like really and I mean really blowing up. Like good example, Sasha Banks versus Bailey. Amazing. The boss. That was. Sorry, if that if that boss. match if those matches didn't happen in NXT, the women's division and the regular roster wouldn't have no, wouldn't mean, have been anything. Her, Bailey, Charlotte, and um, Sasha, they built the women's division. It's the truth. It would have never left the Divas division if it was not it's for the four horsewomen. Like, four horsewomen. Other great, other great matches from that year. My favorite match of 2015 was Cena, Lesnar, and Rollins triple threat match, Royal Rumble 2015. This guy's living in encyclopedia. He could talk about wrestling for. Years. I could talk about sure. anything. I one time explained Matt about a certain cartoon show. <laughs> one time, Sean Henderson <laughs> giving you a death stare. <laughs> I want to know what everybody's picks for underrated wrestler were. Underrated. Mine, uh, Bam Bam. Most, one of the most underrated Bam Bam wrestlers of all time. Absolutely. Really? Absolutely. What, what, what's yours? I'm going to have to say mine. Prob- prob- probably Apollo. Probably Apollo. Apollo Crews? Yeah. That's interesting. They don't really, yeah, they don't use him too much, huh? Yeah, not, not No, he's a that, jobber. Not just that, they just took the belt off him and gave it to Lashley. Shocker. Lashley got another Lashley title. definitely needed Vince that. likes... Big men. He doesn't like tiny men. He does. You can look at anybody from like pre 2010. It was all big men. Did we already hear Bryce's answer on this? <laughs> yeah, what was your. What was Mine your was Kofi Kingston and Kofi. Naomi. I heard Kofi. I like Kofi. Kofi. All right. Okay, how about. How about. Um, my, I might as well, like. Is it cool if I ask a question on your podcast? Sure. It's absolutely what, not cool. What? Know. 
I don't have any rules here. Ask what you want to do. Okay, by the way, Brent, and then... I'm just joking. Go ahead. <laughs> okay. Hey, you slow down. What made... What was the thing that got everybody into professional wrestling? That's one of my questions. You missed it. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess just me and you answer it then. What, okay, fine. Answer? All right, it's fine. Um, we already know. Um, <laughs> as, for, as for you, it's going to be uh, parkour shit. <laughs> I mean, I did parkour. Oh, uh, yeah. I, that's why it says... It's I don't think be... parkour is I mean, the reason I, he got into wrestling. I think Jeff Hardy would be... Jeff Hardy, um, CM Punk. That's a good one. Well, I, actually, my reasons why... I watched wrestling, I started watching wrestling when I was five, like that episode of Raw where Eric Bischoff got got thrown into the dumpster after he got fired. <laughs> but the thing that really got me, that really started getting me into wrestling, and once again, yes, it involves Cena, is John Cena's feud with Edge. That, no, that's a de that's before they started shoving him down everyone's throats. That was a... That was decent. That was a very good feud. Yeah, I um, freaking love that. And the feud. thing that awesome. real and the thing that really wanted me to become a professional wrestler was my very first professional wrestling event, which was WWE Money in the Bank 2013. Wow, how spoiled is he? How spoiled is he? <laughs> oh my god. Wait, you went to Money in the Bank? Is that when Oh, no, I'm, I'm thinking that, of, I'm yeah, thinking That's of when R, that's when RVD came back. Yes. That's when RVD came hmm. back. Why do I remember that show? They'll come back to me. It was a good show. <laughs> That's why you remember it. All right, so I got one question for the three of you. Okay. All right. I don't like you guys have been at the Academy for a while now. Obviously, one of you is holding a championship. So, yeah, if you're jealous, take it from him. One day. Why should people who are interested in the business join H2O over other promotions in the area? Who gets to answer this first? Dude, I'm going to go off on a 15-minute tangent if you let me do it. You're trying okay. to keep it with, like, I'll give you 90 seconds. <laughs> go ahead. Me? All right, so. Matt constantly tells us stories about how wrestling schools bring you in, take your money, and they'll never let you go anywhere. And he's constantly, constantly built us up, gave us the skills, and then gave us the opportunities to back it up. Um... And, I mean, that's just, to keep it short, that's really it. You know, you're not going to get played here. You, you get to wrestle. <laughs> if you work hard, uh, you go to other promotions. Wrestle, I wrestle for Synergy. We have a belt for the students, who, and the most hardworking student earns it. Your hard work doesn't go to, to the abyss here. So you're admitting that he works harder than you. <laughs> Maybe he did for a while. <laughs> oh, for, for, a while. for a while. For a while. Oh, I came here like almost every day, like ever since I first came here, bro. Like I rarely missed a day of training unless I'm starting I couldn't feuds. Make it. I love it. It's my all first right. episode of okay, starting feuds. Um, all right, I might as well answer. All right, this. so Ryan, I have a question for you on on this podcast. Okay, sure thing. How do I beat you for the belt? <laughs> how do I? How do how do how can I break your legs? To, so what? You can, so you can stop. <laughs> Ryan, we're I mean, friends here, bro. You I'm just leg. kidding, bro. I mean, you want to be I'm fair, just yeah, Big yeah. Besides what Dylan said, why do you think people who are interested in the business should come here? H2O is becoming one of the most important professional wrestling companies of all time. And the academy has just grown so much ever since it began. And I haven't I wasn't here in the beginning. I was here when like, the, I was here the second time they did training, and there was only nine people, and then it expanded. And now it's like Matt said today, there's like forty plus people who are enrolled yeah, in the school. Yeah. It's crazy. It's 
was yeah, and, and actually, you were like um, 30? I think it was 28. Actually, I think I was eight. I don't know when I came here. Right. I haven't been here for that long. All right, and actually, a um, fact is, is that even before this place became H2O, I actually trained in the same building when it used to be another company called OTW, and they would um, have rentals here for like on yeah, point. Yeah, I was there for a few of those. Yeah. Uh, all, and it wasn't just me, but it was also Austin Luke. Yeah. Austin Luke and I have history in this building, and I joined, and I actually joined here on March 28th, 2019, wow. thanks to Austin Luke, because Austin Luke and I had to talk about this, and I just like, you know what? I'm just gonna give it a try, and I'm just really glad I gave it a try. Every now you got sense. the, now you got the belt, brother. Yeah, and then, and I actually said this, and I actually said this before. If anybody asks me about the Undiscovered Championship, of how I feel about the Undiscovered Championship, I think, I think. Uh, Sean, Sean, you're a madman sometimes. <laughs> okay, I think the H2O Undiscovered Championship is going to become one of the most important professional wrestling titles in independent wrestling because within the Undiscovered Championship represents the future of not just H2O, in my opinion, Absolutely. but also professional wrestling. Thing. Hell yeah. I don't know. I, I agree with everything you guys said. Bryce, you want to add anything? I'm just gonna say this, like off of what Ryan said, you work hard, and even what Brandon said, which you work hard, Matt Tremont will notice what you do, and he always gives an opportunity where it's done, because we don't just train, like I don't want people to think we just train wrestlers here, we train refs, we train ring announcers, I mean there was a point where I could have been out of wrestling for a year off of some health issues, yeah. and during that period of time, I, I remember I had a conversation with Matt, he looked at me, I looked at him, I was like, I don't want to just sit here for like another year. He's like, so what do you want to do? He's like, do you want to train to do something else? And I was like, originally it was like going to be like a backstage interviewer type thing. But then he was like, what about ring announcing? Yeah. And lo and behold, now on Undiscovered, my name is Chad Spectacular and I'm a ring announcer. Like, it's other stuff that they... <laughs> I'm sorry. Don't mind me, okay? I'm I keep sorry. getting attacked by mosquitoes. I can't <laughs> help it. <laughs> Just like, mosquitoes are coming for his belt. But <laughs> they all want the belt. <laughs> but honestly, no. Just it's the way. Try to get that championship blood. <laughs> <laughs> it's just the way when you get here. We're one giant family, one dysfunctional family, and we all manage to work with each other. And <laughs> I used to be in shape, and now I eat a lot. <laughs> Sean Henderson, ladies and gentlemen. Words of wisdom from the Henderson man. <laughs> All right. I appreciate you guys coming on. I hope to eventually get everybody on single by themselves to talk about how their lives have changed joining here. But now having you guys together, I really appreciate it. Thank the three of you very much. Uh, and I think that wraps up for the student portion. I'm going to try to get some workers on. Keep it spectacular. Y'all. Keep it spectacular. Keep it big red and keep flippy shit. Deathmatch or not. <laughs> yeah, deathmatch or not. Slack, we're calling you out. <laughs> oh my god, again. Thanks, guys. All right, welcome back. I am here with. Oh, Sean Henderson. The mass vigilante Topa. Topa. All right, guys. So I got a couple questions for you. You guys collectively are saying, each of you, how long have you been in the industry so far? I started training in November 2015. I've been wrestling for three and a half years now. Half years, Tulpa? Myself, I've been wrestling since about 2016. 2016? Yep. Uh, four years. So, collectively, you guys years. got about less than did. 10 years. <laughs> yep. Less than 10 years. It's the best I could do. I'm there joking. There we go. <laughs> uh, so, you guys have been working for H2O. How has it been? Like, what are you, what are, would you tell people how it is working here? 
I think it's uh, life changing. It changes you uh, for the better as a person and as a professional. Uh, I highly recommend you know everyone join the HO Academy and you know. If, if the opportunity comes down the line, I, of course I would like to see everybody work for HO, but there's only so many spots in so many places, but it's uncomparable, and it's a great place. So, uh, yeah, can't say enough good things about it. Definitely. like My experience here has always been great. The locker room has always been a pleasure. Everything can always go nothing but better than here. All right, I appreciate that. And working, I do music here, so I know working and going in the locker room, seeing everybody, I've never seen a bad experience of ever being in the locker room like the fans here i don't think are assholes in any way you can curse if you want to by the way uh how does h2o compare to other places you guys have worked it's more of a cohesive family every time when you walk in here it's always a very welcoming area very uh with open arms i think it's one of the very few locker rooms that's actually uh, about one common goal and that's uh uniting everybody uh very, very lucky enough to wrestle for a couple, a uh, couple companies within the last three years, and uh, I think that's one of the main things that separates H2O from everybody, uh, a lot of other companies at least, is that uh, they're all in it for the common goal of uh, helping H2O and the movement. So, yeah. Uh, what are your favorite memories while being here? I got a lot. <laughs> I have a lot. You, yeah, we got all the uh, time in the world, Sean. You want to go? One of my go. personal favorite uh, memories is, uh, and I know someone's going to say, oh, well, Sean's biased because it's his friend. But, uh, <laughs> but Steve Sanders actually came back from a neck injury, and his first match back was a three-way dance at uh, H2O, Too Tough to Quit, which is available on DVD at Smart Mark mm -hmm. Video. Uh, he came back and wrestled Jimmy Lloyd and Dan Gallagher, and it looked like he hadn't missed this step. Like It looked like he had been wrestling constantly for like the past couple years that he was out and uh that's a great one because steve's steve's one of the best in the country and it's not because i'm biased because he is uh that i love that one uh having nikolai volkov in a locker room is one of the coolest things ever definitely. i can't i still can't believe that okay so topa gave me permission to, to tell this so this is uh, topa's words dj hyde uh worked nikolai volkov and afterwards nikolai said the words DJ, I think you should come to Maryland so I can teach you how to wrestle. <laughs> <laughs> and it was one of the most beautiful things I'd ever heard it in my life. It definitely is a memory that and, uh, that's a that's a great one. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. Uh, there's just so many that those two come to mind. Uh, just there's so many. Just I love I love the movement that is H2O and just seeing people be happy and love wrestling because at the end of the day. Everyone should love wrestling because wrestling is beautiful. It's Absolutely. definitely the place that actually shows the love. It actually shows yeah. the opportunities of the younger guys. It shows the opportunities of the vets taking on uh, the younger guys under the wings. Uh, it actually was the first place where I got even a one title shot. Like my first title shot, actually, uh, for the four-way ladder match. So it's definitely definitely always going to be close to my heart, this place. I actually... um. Oh, shit, I was going to say. Never mind. Fuck it. That's where I got a concussion. <laughs> oh, by the way, that's here? a nuts ladder yeah, match. Yeah, I got a concussion. That is a crazy it ladder match. Where the fireballs, uh, concussion, broken, yes. lacrimal. Uh, that, was the, that was the show before the first show I ever came here. Yep. It was the, uh, I didn't money, get a chance right? to see. Yes, yes, I saw awesome. Blood Money. I didn't get that's to see Brutality. That's an awesome ladder match. That's the a only thing that match. I don't like about that ladder match was the first time I wore my gold mask. That's when it busted my eyes open and got it bloody. And it still has that little stain today. That's yeah, a good story, though. Uh, well, you, you try cleaning out a mask. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't know. I actually give you a lot of credit wrestling in a mask because I don't know how you guys do it. I mean, look With at COVID now. Look everything. at me now. Oh, 
Yeah, true. but your mouth. Oh wait, no, yours nope. isn't. It's no mouth. I know a few people though that have. Do you not the see mouth me open. Now. Uh, so let me ask you a controversial question. Who do you think is the most overrated professional wrestler overrated. of all time? Yeah. And the opposite. So Who do you think is the most underrated professional wrestler of all time? Over and underrated. I have a lot of picks There's... for underrated. There's always going to be underrated. Yeah, I have a lot There's of picks for underrated. There's always going to be a list of underrated. But like overrated. Mine, mine, one of them will be Bam Bam Bigelow. In my oh, opinion, he's one so of the good. most underrated so wrestlers good. of all time. He was awesome. He's a junkyard champion. Junk, oh, my God. Oh, boy, John, he never held a championship, right? No. Not once. They teased him oh. winning the IC title once, but that was about it. For underrated, there's so many. Uh, it was Mark like, Henry, always one of my favorites. So Top good. Underrated, yeah. Yeah. Yes, as underrated. I'll put... Uh, 2011, 2013, Mark Henry versus anybody. Absolutely. It's so Without good. Without a shadow so of a good. When he came out, his and he was going to retire. Oh, retire, so and he said, good. no, screw that. Yeah. It was like a, wasn't he healed before that? And then he yeah. did a then face he turn, and then he immediately yeah, heel turn back into it. All within the same. Oh, that promo was amazing. <laughs> I actually watched that live and was like 15 and cried because I thought he was legit <laughs> retiring. <laughs> And then when he did slam Cena, I was still like, yeah, Mark Henry, you're the <laughs> yeah. man. I was still... Is he still technically wrestling? No, no he's no, in the Hall of no, Fame, He's retired, though. he's just training now. He's in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. He deserves it. As he should be. Who do you think overrated? I can tell you mine if you want to... Honestly Andre. overrated? I'm Honestly. Gonna... Oh, go ahead. For you. Andre the Giant, in my opinion, is okay. one of the most overrated wrestlers of all time. He's just... He's just big. Just there, big was, there was nothing special about him. He was just very big. <laughs> um, I'm so, I feel so bad because, like, I don't like saying mean things. I'm sorry. I mean, it could be someone that both. isn't don't working worry. anymore. But I know for a fact nobody's going to like my answer. Oh, I actually want to hear this answer. As me being yeah. the hero that I am, I... I hate my own answer because I know everybody's going to hate it yeah. for me. Dude, I just said Andre the Giant. I'm going like, to go with Shawn Michaels. Shawn Michaels? Shawn Michaels well, kid thinks is thing. way oh. too yeah, overrated. Yeah, an asshole. Kid <laughs> idolizes him, first of all. <laughs> Look at all his promo pictures. He idolizes him. I personally think Kit it's Frankie. is the most... <laughs> Actually, I have my... I think Shawn Michaels is the most overrated wrestler of all time. What makes you say that? Shawn Henderson has his pick for most overrated wrestler of oh. all time, and that's Kid Osborne. Kit... You- <laughs> Kit, Kit, all those years that you buried me in your interviews, this is payback. I think you're a very overrated, Kit Osborne, and that's from Sean Henderson. Love Karma you. is justice. What can I say? <laughs> and watch you move down the seat. It's not like he's not going to hear I'm just scared of confrontation. <laughs> I'll put a phone there in the place of Kit Osborne. So we got Sean Michaels and Kit Osborne. So Kit's going to kill you because you talk shit about Sean, and Sean's going to kill you because you talk... So it's Dr. Evil and Mini-Me <laughs> yeah. that's going to be teaming up Sean Henderson wants Kid Osborne to know that you couldn't beat piss out of a urine-soaked sponge. <laughs> I love you. Do you really, after no, saying you that? Don't. I don't think you, you love him so much. Shit. I don't think you love him. That's not out of love. That's not out of love. Oh, my God. That's... Shit, I'm, we, I saw two feuds. One with Ryan Redfield and Dylan, and you with Kit. God damn hey. Our final question. Everybody needs a storyline. Everyone needs a... Fuck. Yeah, Matt, book that shit. (laughs) All right, final question. How do you feel about Matt Tremont as a boss? Best boss ever. The best boss ever. Compared to other people that... Oh, that is by far too Genuinely, genuinely cares about everybody around him and the product that he he puts together. Gives the earned opportunities. If you actually butt your ass, he will actually show up. He notices it. Yes. He notices hard work. You won't be stuck in the shadows. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. 
I have any more questions for you guys that I can fucking throw in there? Sean, why do you hate Dylan McKay? Well, I'll tell you. <laughs> Sean, why do you hate Dylan McKay? Why do you? Dylan, why is there so much hate in makes, you, Sean? It makes me so mad that I brought you over to my house. You <laughs> ate all my pizza, all my wings. And you know what I got in return? Nothing. I'm coming for you, Dylan. I'm coming for you. Didn't he give you a ride here? We're going to edit that part out of this interview. <laughs> Sean, why is there so much hate in you? Don't hate so much. Didn't it's he okay. just turn face again? You're a good he man. just turned face again. <laughs> All right. I appreciate you guys being on here. I hope eventually when this starts to get going, I can have you both on by yourselves and just have like a good hour to just shoot the shit about whatever we want to. But I appreciate it. Thank you, Talpa. Thank you, Sean Henderson. Uh, you guys want to say anything before I hey. cut out? Anytime between fighting crime, you know, I'm there for you. I appreciate it, man. Appreciate it very much. All right, guys, until next time, this was the pro... Or, fucking shit, I forget the name of my own show. This was the Wrestling Nerd Collective. I appreciate you guys listening. Thank you. Well, that was awesome, my time at the H2O Wrestling Academy. Uh, this is the outro I'm recording. Again, this is my first time doing a podcast, so I hope this gets picked up off the ground a little bit. I hope I can keep doing this more. Um, I want to, again, thank everybody that was involved with uh, my first show, uh, the students of H2O, Tulpa, uh, Sean Henderson. I really want to thank all of them from the bottom of my heart. You guys were awesome. Uh, next time, hopefully, uh, I will have uh, Frankie Picard, and uh, very soon I will be interviewing, interviewing, goddamn, I'm dumb, interviewing uh, Matt Tremont, and we're going to go forever long as we can, just shooting the shit about wrestling, shooting the shit about other things Matt might be interested in, who knows, but again, I want to thank everybody for listening, uh, this has been the Wrestling Nerd Collective, and have a good night, everybody.